Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode on Alley Youth. We're back with another Daily Dose episode. By myself this time as Cole's busy and um, yeah. So I we're going to talk about two topics today. One is a post that I recently made on DTG. Go check it out on the App Store or Google Play Store if you haven't yet. And answering some Q&As that I asked on DTG again. Uh, so firstly, we're heading to our first topic is two random guards that I believed are overshadowed and underrated. So the first guard that comes to my mind when I say people or players that are overshadowed, I think of Ricky Rubio. Now here's a fun fact before we head into some um, in-depth breakdown. Ricky Rubio has more triple-doubles than Kawhi Leonard. Well, Kawhi only got his first triple-double this season, which surprised a lot of people because I, as well, thought that he had more than just one. Um, But Ricky Rubio doesn't have just one or two or three triple-doubles. He actually has eight total career triple-doubles, which is eight more than I thought he actually has. Um, This season, he is averaging 13.1 points a game, 8.9 assists, which puts him at second in the NBA, I believe, 41.2 41.2 field goal percentage and 35.13 point percentage. Ricky Rubio is slowly becoming one of those recycled NBA players. If you don't know what that means, go check out the last episode that I did with Mr. Sideline. He's been a part of three different teams now. The Timberwolves, as we all know. He had a two-year stint with the Jazz, and now he is currently playing for the Suns on a three-year $51 million deal. Uh, before we head on to his strengths, let's identify one of his glaring weaknesses. Perimeter defense. Ricky Rubio is not an awful, atrocious, ter- terrible defender, but he's not exactly reliable. He, as we all know, um, as if you watch the Jazz Rocket series, I think it was last season, a couple seasons ago, they tried to do the tactic that the Bucks used to shut down Harden by guarding from the side to limit, to force Harden to use his left hand. However, Ricky Rubio overestimated his position was, you know, guarding from the back and, you know, just let Harden go to the room as he pleases. Um, he doesn't have the, the highest defensive IQ, however, he does have effort and he has to have grit and determination. And he uses this a lot in situations, um, such as against the Bucks uh, when they were Giannis-less, um, but we'll get into more of that later. Um, he's not exactly a defensive game-changer and he has shown this several times. Um, however, despite this big brain cramp, Ricky Rubio is slowly becoming one of my favorite NBA players. He's known mainly for his playmaking ability. Heading into the league and for much of his early career, he was strictly a traditional point guard. Playmaker, not an athletic, not a pure scorer, an average defender. Uh, he was mainly a facilitator and an amazing role player. However, he has been the perfect fit alongside Devin Booker and the Suns. The Suns needed a playmaking point guard who was a veteran and can be a good leader, and they found that in Ricky Rubio. While he is slightly overpaid, he's now in the middle of his prime. One thing that people have not noticed this season is his point production. As mentioned earlier, he was averaging 13.1 points, which is a solid point production from your third or fourth scoring option behind Booker, Ubre, and Aiton. And I guess you could even say perhaps Aaron Baines. Um, and they go into the, the Sun's got the jackpot with Ricky Ruby right here. Uh, despite his role being a main playmaker, Ricky Rubio again has his scoring ability has improved a lot in recent years. He's grown more confident in his shooting as his field goal attempt his field goal attempts have increased despite his minutes decreasing. If you notice from the Timberwolves, he was only I think it was like 7.2 field attempts on like 30 something minutes, 
while on the Jazz, he was shooting 10.7 field goal attempts on 28 minutes. So just this just shows that this shows this confidence is just increasing. So um, in this post I made on DTG, I did a short film analysis on Ricky Rubio's triple-double versus the Bucks this season. Um, if you want to uh, know what video I'm watching, go to Smart Highlights on YouTube. You just search up Ricky Rubio triple-double. Um, if you haven't watched it, there's just some things that, here's some things that stick out to me. Rubio's vision is out of this world, and he uses this amazingly, such as LeBron and other prime playmakers. He makes a lot of cross-court passes and sticks passes through the tightest gaps. This has allowed the Suns on this game to capitalize on wide-open shots, and uh, one of the main players who has profited off this is Aaron Baines. Another thing that sticks out to me is his patience. He doesn't necessarily harass his teammates, and he can be impulsive at times, but he is patient. He lets the play unfold. He has he's shown a very good leadership style, which has certainly attempted to help change the culture of the Phoenix Suns. His increasing confidence of shooting is evident in these highlights. While he may not always capitalize and get three points each time, he's showing his confidence to shoot and can make open threes, showing he can be a small-time threat from three. A couple of things that he needs to improve on is first, obviously, his shooting. He shoots a lot of bricks, um, but his confidence is building up, and over time, this will obviously improve as time goes on, because shooting is one of those things that age doesn't really um, deteriorate. Um, uh, <clears throat> his ball handling ability is not up to par compared to other prime playmakers, however, his vision, passing ability, and basketball IQ is making up for the lack of ball handling. And I was actually surprised by his defensive effort whenever the Bucks would switch Chris Middleton onto him. Overall, I have loved this offseason pickup from the Suns. Ricky Rubio is an amazing player, and he has really been eye-opening for me. Um, I've actually watched a couple Suns games because of Ricky Rubio and Devin Booker, and I've got to say, the Suns, the Suns' future is bright. But it's been like this for a few years now. But that's just a whole different topic for another season, another episode. <laughs> the next guard that I think is um, overshadowed is actually a guard in the Pelicans. Now, a lot of people recognize Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, Jackson Hayes, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. A player that a lot of people don't recognize is Drew Holiday. A lot of casuals specifically. He's, uh, first of all, Drew Holiday is averaging 19.6 points, 6.9 assists, 45.2% from field goal, field goal percentage, and 1.7 steals a game. Drew Holiday has been massively overshadowed in New Orleans. When someone mentions the name Pelicans, you obviously think of B.I., Zion, or Lonzo. Um, however, Drew Holiday is the glue that sticks his team together. He's arguably the best perimeter defender in the league, or at least he's up there, and one of the best two-way players in the league. However, because of the bright lights that is Zion and B.I., this has caused Drew to slip into the shadows. Firstly, as aforementioned, many people think of Drew's, def Drew's defensive ability. He normally has to guard the opposing team's best player that plays at the 1-3 position. He does so willingly and effectively. He is patient in the passing lanes, active, and always lurking around. When having to defend a bigger opponent, he always has active feet and hands, and puts an effort that is expected from a top defender. He uses his long wingspan for a guard to gather steals and poke balls on unexpected. As a guy who loves- I, I love defense, and this is something that a lot of people don't realize. I adore Drew's game so much because he has excellent off-ball and on-ball defense. It's actually really amazing to watch the effort, the activity, it's just all there. 
Um, but the main overshadowed bit of Drew's game is his offensive ability. Many people think, oh, he's a defender, that's all he can do. But he's actually one of the top scorers in the Pelicans. Again, he's averaging approximately 20 points a game. And he's averaging approximately 7 assists per game, which is extremely good for, for a two-guard. And considering that Lonzo should be the prime playmaker, this is really a hit on Lonzo and a good thing for Drew Holiday. Although a lot of these assists can come off fast breaks, which is produced again from his defense, another part of Drew's games which is overlooked is his shooting ability. Like Rubio, his confidence from distance is increasing, and unlike Rubio, he is producing, producing amazing results as one of the main point producers for the Pelicans. Recently, he had a game, um, even with the Zion in the game, we had 37 points, three, uh, three point, uh, 9 points from 3, and 8 assists. Holiday is an excellent leader, scorer, and defender, and this is evident in the 37-point game versus the Wolves. He's an excellent scorer, playmaker, decision-maker, and defender. Overall, Holiday will always be overshadowed by the other stars in the Pelicans, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded to another team. However, believe me when I say, he is the glue that keeps the Pelicans team together. Without his leadership and defensive presence, the Pelicans will be in a much tougher position. So these are the two guys I believe are quite overshadowed by others on their team, and they are valuable to pretty much every single team in the league. Um, and that really wraps us up for today. Sorry, this was a little short. Um, but tomorrow I'm going to have a, we're going to have a big Q and A episode. Hopefully with Cole joining us, and hopefully with Mr. Satellite, or maybe after the sports brother joining us. Uh, but we'll see. Again, thank you guys for listening. Um, see you guys next time. Make sure you guys download Discuss the Game on the App Store or Google Play Store, and hit me up at LeBron Bandwagon or at Young Guns or at Colby. Uh, so yeah, see you guys next time. Goodbye.